501st Legion regrets to report the loss of the Florida Garrison's Brian Beers, TK-6703, who was the victim of a drunk driver on December 14th. Our deepest sympathies go out to Brian's wife, Stacy SL-6112, their family, and many, many friends. We found the computer outlet, sir. Plug in. You should be able to interpret the entire Imperial network. You are listening to the 501st Cast, the official podcast of the 501st Legion, Lucasfilm's preferred Imperial costuming organization. Stay tuned for global news from the front lines of the Empire as the men and women of Vader's fist celebrate more than a decade of promoting Star Wars, honing the art of costumes and props, and contributing to the community through charity and volunteer Get away, troopers. Copy that. Welcome back to the 501st Cast, the official podcast of the fighting 501st Legion, Vader's Fist. This is episode 62 for Monday, December 20th. I'm your host, Adam, TI6124. This is Nikki, DZ8397. And this is Andy, ID8169. The 501st Legion is currently at 5,019 members with 7,795 approved costumes in the Legion. In this episode, we've got a couple new Legion units to announce. Members in Holiday Parades, the final helmet in the TK Helmet Project, and appearances at the recent Clone Wars screening. Stay tuned. Recent news. To kick off this end-of-year show, we'd like to honor all of our fans who we've had the distinct honor of trooping for this past year. The 501st truly values its relationships with the fans who support us at events, cheer us on, and give us cause to continue our volunteer work despite what are often uncomfortable trooping conditions. One particular fan demonstrated just how strong the bonds of fandom can be. Afonso, a young fan from Portugal who passed away in November, touched not only the hearts of our troopers, but also the cast of the Clone Wars TV series. Tom Kane, James Arnold Taylor, and Dee Bradley Baker were kind enough to lend their voices as Yoda, Obi-Wan, and Captain Rex to create encouraging messages for Afonso while he battled cancer. Though Afonso has left this world, Kane provided one final message as Yoda that played at Afonso's funeral, which was attended by our Portuguese troops in armor. We'd like to play that message for you now. Master Afonso, short your earthly life was, but an important mark on this planet you have made. The Force is all around us, and you will now be with me as a ghost Jedi, helping other Jedis to feel the Force throughout the universe. Work together we will to help many other children become young Padawans, and new Jedis we will recruit together. Your sister Katarina, the same midichlorian count she has. A powerful Jedi she will become. Foreseen it I have. Yeah. Together, fail, we will not. The Force will be with you, Master of Hanzo. Always. Every once in a while, the 501st cast releases special shows, mini-casts, and we wanted to remind listeners of two recent episodes that they might have missed on December 10th, which was unofficially known as Support Star Wars and Geek Pride for Katie Day. We released a 20-minute show comprised of female fans voicing their support for Katie, the young fan who was bullied for bringing her Star Wars water bottle to school. This mini-cast also included words of encouragement from 501st honorary members Ashley Eckstein, Katie Cook, Cynthia Martin, Angie Mayhew, 
Peter Mayhew, Mary Oyaya, and Adrian Wilkinson. Give it a listen, but keep a box of tissues handy. We also released our second interview with Star Wars author and 501st honorary member Kevin J. Anderson on December 15th. Our very own Jesse, TK9311, got some one-on-one time with the award-winning author back in November at a Colorado trooping event. You can learn more about that particular event via Kevin's blog at kjablog.com. We'll also have a direct link in our show notes. Both of these minicasts can be downloaded or streamed from 501st.com slash podcast. After raising $50,150 for Make-A-Wish through the sale of more than 50 artistically customized Stormtrooper helmets at Star Wars Celebration 5 in Orlando last August, the 501st Legion has one more exciting offering up its armored sleeve. As with the previous helmets designed for the 501st TK project, the FX Signature Helmet is up for auction on eBay with funds going to the Make-A-Wish Foundation, one of the Legion's favorite partners. This particular helmet took much longer to produce due to the logistics of tracking down and obtaining autographs from 17 Star Wars legends, including George Lucas, Mark Hamill, Carrie Fisher, Harrison Ford, Billy D. Williams, David Prowse, James Earl Jones, Anthony Daniels, Kenny Baker, Peter Mayhew, Jeremy Bullock, Frank Oz, Warwick Davis, Gary Kurtz, John Williams, Lawrence Kasdan, and Urban Kirshner. You can see photos of this one-of-a-kind collectible helmet as well as all 17 autographs emblazoned upon it at 501sttkproject.com or on the auction page at ebay.com slash stormtrooper. Special thanks to FX Collectibles for donating the helmet and coordinating the autographs. As of this recording, the helmet bidding is up to $10,001. With the average cost associated with coordinating a wish varying, the average cost of a wish is about $7,362. So at least one child is going to have a great day thanks to the generosity of the Star Wars fan with the highest bid. Thank you also to Chris TB111 for spearheading the TK project and giving up a few years of his life to make things better for others. Yeah, I was looking at that auction and the pictures of all the autographs, and that was very impressive, especially now that Irving Kirshner has passed away. I'm glad we were able to get his signature on that beforehand. Absolutely. We're (laughs) proud to announce the recent approval of Imperial Scottish Squad representing the UK garrison. Having arranged and attended almost 20 events during their six-month probation, the new squad has already helped raise upwards of 3,000 pounds, which is about 4,762 U.S. dollars for charity. This new unit is dedicated to growing the ranks of the 501st UK garrison within Scotland. And as UKG founder Graham Campbell used to say, let's go to work. In other new unit news, Puerto Rican Outpost has now graduated to garrison status and is now Puerto Rico Garrison. They formed in 2004 and currently have 27 active members with several more in the works. Their mission is to serve their community, participate in charity events as often as possible, but also enjoy and share their passion for Star Wars and high quality costuming with others. Congratulations, Puerto Rico Garrison. The 501st cast would like to send our get well wishes to Philippine Outpost Trooper Dexter Enriquez, TC4115. The morning of December 12th, he was badly injured in a house fire and is currently in the hospital with severe burns. He had just gone to his sister's home the night before following their father's funeral service. The fire started at 4 a.m. due to some faulty electrical wiring, and by the time Dexter woke, most of the house was ablaze. 
He lost almost everything he had at his sister's house. Clothes, collectibles, photos of his family, and other tangible items. Worst of all, his youngest sister and her five-year-old daughter perished in the fire. We'll have a link to a blog entry about his story in our show notes. It includes information on how to lend your support either in words or donations. Our condolences to Dexter on the recent loss of three of his family members, and we hope he can recover fully, physically at least, from his injuries. Members of Southern California Garrison had the pleasure of welcoming pop culture artist Nathan Hamill as an honorary member of the 501st Legion at DesignerCon in Pasadena, California. The November 20th induction recognized Hamill's creative contributions to the Star Wars saga, including his recent TK project submission. We'll have a link to the induction photos in our show notes, and you can learn more about the artist at NathanHamill.com. Welcome, Nathan. Did you know that Darth Vader is one of the sculptures on the National Cathedral in Washington, D.C.? In the 1980s, while the West Towers were under construction, Washington National Cathedral held a decorative sculpture competition for children. Word of the competition was spread nationwide through National Geographic World magazine. The third place winner was Christopher Radar with his drawing of that fearful villain Darth Vader. The fierce head was sculpted by J. Hall Carpenter, carved by Patrick J. Plunkett, and placed high upon the northwest tower of the cathedral. We'll have a link in our show notes with a picture and instruction on how to locate the Dark Lord of the Sith at the cathedral. We recently asked our members and Facebook fans what events they thought really made an impact this past year, and we've compiled the list of the most memorable 501st appearances for 2010. While it was certainly a busy year with a lot of trooping, one event clearly came out on top, Star Wars Celebration 5. The heat and humidity didn't stop more than 30,000-plus fans from descending on the Orange County Convention Center in Orlando, Florida, for the biggest Star Wars party of the year. Attendees enjoyed four days of programming, including panels filled with celebrities, photo and autograph opportunities, costuming tips, and even the last tour to Endor at Disney Hollywood Studios. We also happened to hit 5,000 active members just as C5 kicked off, a wonderful coincidence and a huge historic milestone for the Legion. The 501st was honored to play a huge role in the celebration with the largest 501st costume and prop room ever put on display, the large-scale props from the Belgian garrison, and the 501st TK project. Speaking of which... Yes, the 501st TK project was another one on our our top list. It was a two-year endeavor that required finding a donor for more than 50 blank Stormtrooper helmets convincing artists around the world to donate their time and talents, and working out logistics like shipping and auction-related planning. In the end, we were able to get an array of -of one-of-a-kind collectibles from names like Jesse James, J.J. Abrams, Tori Belecci, Lawrence Noble, and Jane Wheatland, as well as Star Wars celebrities like Ray Park, Daniel Logan, Peter Mayhew, Dave Filoni, Jeremy Bullock, and more. When the auction ended on Sunday, August 15, 2010, the TK Project had raised... $50,150 for the Make-A-Wish Foundation. And with that final FX signature helmet being auctioned before the end of 2010, we know that we can add at least another $10,000 to that total. So thanks again to Chris, TB111 of Southern California Garrison, for taking on this worthy project. As part of the ongoing Adidas Original Star Wars Collection launch, 
members of the 501st Empire City and Northeast Remnant New England and Corita Garrison stormed the streets of New York City with rapper Snoop Dogg in a flash mob promotional event on Friday, February 5th. A charitable donation was also made through the Pinwheel Project in lieu of compensation for the 501st volunteers. While there was quite a bit of effect smoke for the New York City press event, Vader and his troops did not inhale. Snoop, on the other hand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> From September 4th through the 26th, the 501st Legion appeared at select Build-A-Bear workshop locations in the U.S. and Canada to help promote the release of new characters in the Star Wars Bear product line. Troopers were caught on video stuffing the life into toy bears as the soft side of the Empire made itself evident. Special thanks to Build-A-Bear Workshop for making a charitable donation of $6,300 in the name of the 501st Legion for these appearances. I made one of those appearances. That was fun. As did I. That was uh, rather entertaining. And mm-hmm. uh, my fiancé walked out with a stuffed dog wearing Han Solo clothes. So <laughs> everybody came out a winner there. Yeah, I think the last time I went over to Build-A-Bear, both the Han Solo and the Princess Leia costumes, at least at my store, were sold out and had been sold out for a while now. So I'm glad I already picked those up when I did the event because if I had waited until Christmas, I would have some disappointed younglings on my hands. So then we have an honorable mention in our top events of 2010 list. This was the biggest event of 2010 that didn't happen, and that was the proposed NASA R2KT space shuttle launch, which would have carried a photo of Peter Mayhew as well as Katie Johnson trading card to create awareness for pediatric cancer and the Legion's philanthropic causes. The April 5th, 2010 Kennedy Space Center launch was canceled due to unforeseen circumstances surrounding event coordination, But since the space shuttle program has been extended into 2011, you never know if we might get another shot at putting a little bit of 501st into space. Some other Facebook suggestions included Golden Gate's Garrison's appearance on last season's Amazing Race finale and the opening weekend of Star Wars where science meets imagination in Huntsville, Alabama. Hi, this is Tom Root of Robot Chicken fame, and you're listening to the 501st cast. For the third year, members of the 501st Hong Kong Shadow Outpost participated in an annual charity event called Orbis Moonwalkers. The 501st, as well as members from a Jedi dueling club, were on hand to entertain attendees. There was also a nice news piece recorded during the event that featured the CO and XO of the outpost. We'll have a link to it in our show notes. Thanks to Sang TK6473 for that report. On November 15th, members of the New England Garrison deployed to Brookline, Massachusetts to support the Charles Ross One Man Star Wars show at the Coolidge Corner Theater. Darth Vader was escorted by a stormtrooper, ADAT driver, TIE pilot, and Imperial technician. The unit posed for photos with fans while they waited in line to enter and drew quite a crowd of passerbys. Unfortunately, they did not find the droids that they were looking for. You'll find a link to photos, however, in our show notes. Thanks to Brian, TK7602, for that report. Portuguese outposts made the most of the time in Macau, the former Portuguese colony near China, for Alfonso's funeral. The two members of the Portuguese outposts were present at the WTCC 57th Grand Prix of Macau at the invitation of Carlos Couto, Alfonso's grandfather. Alfonso's father, Andre, was racing in the Grand Prix in memory of his son. The 501st was present in the pit box to show support 
and garner attention of the thousands of motorsports fans to the Be a Bone Marrow Donor initiative. The outpost presence was very welcomed, and they even managed to overshadow all the models and Playboy bunnies that were there also. As soon as they got out to the track, thousands of ecstatic photographers left the models and bunnies alone to come and shoot photos of the troopers. The troopers described it as a bit surreal seeing all the gorgeous models standing alone without any attention. So much so that the only way to get some attention was to tag along with the troopers. They were also at the grid starting lineup calling attention for the importance of being a bone marrow donor during the live transmission of Eurosport, ESPN, and Asian News Channel coverage. We'll have a link to Facebook video of that in our show notes. And while they were also there, they visited the Children's Hospital while they were in Macau. The hospital staff was so honored to have the 501st visit and the troopers were pleased to be able to bring some smiles to some of the children receiving treatments there. I don't know if you guys had seen photos of this event or not, but there were actually some very pretty models and like Playboy bunnies, you know, the ears and tails and everything that were there. And <laughs> supposedly they were like totally ignored as soon as the stormtroopers came out. Wow. I had to check that out. <laughs> <laughs> it's research, I swear. It's just research. Yes, yes, research, research. <laughs> On November 20th, members of the Dutch Garrison were on hand for a Make-A-Wish event in Tilburg. This was the first ever collaboration on an event between the Dutch Garrison and the Make-A-Wish Foundation. And between photos and donations, the Garrison raised over 500 euros, or over $660, for Make-A-Wish. Thanks to Jelle TB2353 and Rick TB5404 for that report. Members of Garrison Titan were joined by members of the Rebel Legion's Alpha Base and the Mandalorian Mercs Kirkushi Chan to participate in a food drive that was held at the Topps Food Grocery Store in Bellevue, Washington, on the days of November 20th and 21st. All of the food and money was donated to the Overlake Service League, which operates a food bank in Bellevue. In spite of the cold weather on both days and snowfall on Sunday, the troopers were able to raise a total of $1,520 worth of food and over $361 in cash for a total of $1,881 during the two days of the food drive. Members of all three clubs were also available for pictures with members of the public who were shopping for groceries. Thanks to Michael, TK8265, for that report. On November 23rd, Outpost Argentina and the Cruz del Sur Outpost of the Red Bull Legion joined forces for the re-release of Star Wars on DVD organized by the Disney Company. In exchange for their presence, the company will make a generous donation to an orphanage named El Jagul de Maria, which houses more than 30 children between 4 and 17 years old. The event was even covered on national television. Look for a link in our show notes. And thanks to Paulo TK2239 for that report. The New England garrison trooped on Friday, November 19th at the Boston Celtics at the TD Bank North Garden for part of a Clone Wars television series promotion. The troop was one of the best in recent memory with a great turnout from NEG clone troopers and wranglers. Prior to the game, troopers went down to the court for photos and were photographed by the official Celtics photographer during the warm-ups. As the game started, the troopers stayed close to a blue screen for photographs and walked around the concourse to greet fans and pose for pictures. The troopers were then invited back onto the court to participate as Lucky, the Celtics mascot, performed several tricks, even jumping over the troopers, grabbing a basketball from one of them as he passed overhead. 
You'll find a link to photos in our show notes. And thanks to Andrew TK3220 for that report. So do you have video from that trick? Do you know? It's floating around somewhere, but I was one of the five troopers that happened to be right in front of the hoop as he hurtled over our heads. And it's, as any trooper knows, you don't really have much in the name of vision. So all we see is this green blur kind of leap up at us, leap over <laughs> us, and then he's gone. And we're really hoping he's not going to crash back down on top of us or something's going to go wrong. But there was just this moment of, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no, no, no. He's gone. <laughs> and nothing's broken. Okay, it's a good day. <laughs> <laughs> I think the most frightened was our CO, who was actually holding the ball above his head. And we had to beforehand go, okay, should we take off the hand plate to make sure that he doesn't get, like, his hand accidentally snagged in the hand plate and fall over? Or it was, logistics were interesting, to say the least. <laughs> So you guys were like standing in a line facing the basket and he came we, up? We trooped out. Uh, they played the Imperial March. We stood between the um, trampoline and the crash mat that they put underneath the hoop. Okay. So we were like, you know, the whole jumping the um, jumping the school buses trick that you'll see them do on the motorcycles? Mm -hmm. It was like that, but <laughs> with clone troopers and a trampoline. I and see. we weren't okay. on fire, so that was... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's probably best. Yeah, it felt like it, but we weren't. <laughs> oh, well, in another Clone Wars takeover, which I'm not sure if it was quite as exciting, it sounds like, as the NEG one, but we'll see. Uh, <laughs> members of the Dune Sea Garrison and the R2 Builders Club had the opportunity to work with Lucasfilm, Cartoon Network, and the Phoenix Coyotes for the November 27th Coyotes vs. Anaheim Ducks game. The evening featured several family-friendly activities, including the opportunity for fans to meet clone troopers and take pictures against a special Star Wars The Clone Wars backdrop. And there were many Star Wars The Clone Wars prizes and other fun giveaways, including Hasbro's General Grievous lightsaber. Fans were encouraged to join in by dressing up as their favorite Star Wars character. And in appreciation for participating, the event organizers made a $750 donation to the Make-A-Wish Foundation in the name of the 501st Legion Dune Sea Garrison. So we'll have a link to pictures in our show notes. And thanks to Jen, TB8535, for that report. On Thanksgiving Day, for the first time ever, the 501st Legion was able to participate in the 77th McDonald's Thanksgiving Day Parade in downtown Chicago. Thanks to an invite from the parade organizers, this parade was broadcast nationally on WGN. The initial plan was for the Midwest garrison to march with Darth Stewie Balloon. Sadly, he popped the morning of the parade. Don't worry, he's since been repaired, but he wasn't able to fly in the parade. Look for a link to photos and video in our show notes. Did you guys happen to catch the parade that morning? Or watch Unfortunately, that? Unfortunately missed it, but thanks to the yes. magic of YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> I was flipping between that and the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade that morning. And I had tuned in late, so I was like, oh, no, I hope I didn't miss him. But I caught him. But I kept looking down the line of the road to try to see Darth Stewie so I could, like, know when their group was coming up. And I'm like, I don't see any balloons. I don't see any balloons. And that's when I found out later that he had popped. Ugh. Oh, well. Alas. Six members of Central California Garrison participated in the Salvation Army Coats for Kids donation drive in Citrus Heights, California 
on December 1st. This was the 10th consecutive year that Central California was able to help gather coats for less fortunate families this holiday season. Troopers loaded coats into barrels and posed for photos with the giving public. Due to the fact that the 501st is there every year, some kids even came to the event dressed as their favorite Star Wars characters. We'll have a link to photos in our show notes. And thanks to Eugene TK9820 for that report. On December 3rd, Portuguese Lusitanian Outpost visited the Hospital for Oncology Diseases in Lisbon. Thanks to sponsorships from Lego Portugal, who donated Rebel Trooper packs, DK Publishing Portugal, who donated Star Wars books, and El Corte Ingles, who donated Christmas storybooks, they were able to make over 70 children really happy with some early Christmas presents. We'll have a link to a group photo as well as video from the event in our show notes. Thanks to Walter, TK3738, for that report. And also the outpost was able to make a similar visit the next day, also to a children's hospital in Lisbon, and we'll have a picture from that event in our show notes as well. Teleton is the biggest fundraiser event in Costa Rica, and this is the Costa Rica's outpost fourth year participating in it. This year, it was dedicated to three specific departments within the National Children's Hospital. Teleton consists of 27 straight hours of live TV broadcast on all major TV stations with several artists and celebrities providing entertainment while getting donations from several sources. This year's goal was to collect 500 million colonies, and they surpassed it by collecting 534,508,879, approximately 1 million U.S. dollars, by the end of the broadcast. After several logistic setbacks, their deployment began. Their first task was to patrol the event area with their piggy banks, collecting donations in cash from the audience of the event while they were taking pictures and greeting little kids. The main course of the mission was our storming of the coast-to-coast TV broadcast on all major Costa Rican TV stations with the first part of the donations they had collected during the course of the year. From several birthday party missions led by TK.5 and Lord Vader, the outpost public relations officer and commanding officer stormed the main stage and presented a jumbo check for 365,000 colonies, approximately 700 U.S. We'll have a link to a video from that stage presentation in our show notes. Thanks to Grand Admiral Ed, IN5494, for that report. On December 4th, Central California Garrison, Endor Base, the ISO and members of the Mandalorian Mercs returned for the third consecutive year to the Modesto, California Festival of Lights Parade. Costumed attendance for this year's parade was over 40 troopers, up from 25 last year. Unfortunately, they did get rained on, but on the plus side, it was about 15 degrees warmer this year than it has been in the past. The theme for this year's parade was Toys on Parade, a theme which all of the troopers were able to really get behind and involved in. Thanks to Scott, SL5162, for that report. Also on December 4th, New England Garrison trekked to Manchester, New Hampshire for this year's annual Spirit of the Holidays. Joined by their sister group, Alderaan Base, and friends from New England Ghostbusters, members arrived in the early afternoon to get ready while the sun was still up. As the sun sank, so did the temperatures, leaving the clones, scouts, and stormtroopers shivering while the lone snow trooper and Darth Vader were warm in their respective costumes, even with the winter temperatures. As the parade kicked off, the garrison marched down Elm Street in Manchester to enthusiastic crowds lining the sides of the street. Alderaan's landspeeder was even decked out with strings of Christmas lights. The members of the garrison, once thought out, enjoyed the well-attended parade and looked forward to future events in Manchester. 
We'll have links to photos in our show notes. Thanks to Bob BH1171 for that report. On Sunday, December 5th, members of the Carolina Garrison marched in the annual Gastonia, North Carolina Christmas Parade. The group, joined by two Galactic Academy members and one Rebel Legion member, was well-received by observers. Everyone enjoyed themselves in spite of the cold, windy weather. All involved are looking forward to returning to the event next year. Thanks to Mandy, IC6560, for that report. Empire City Garrison with the Rebel Legion's Echo Base attended the Long Island Roller Rebels Chairdout at Skate Safe on Long Island, New York on December 4th. They helped raise funds for the Pinwheel Project by doing shoot-a-trooper events for donations. They raised nearly $100 for the charity and had a great time doing it. Besides being shot at by Nerf guns, they also posed for pictures and handed out cards to the kids. There was a great turnout, and everyone was excited to have the 501st there. We'll have links to photos and video from this event in our show notes, and thanks to Chris TK6744 for that report. Another year of ToyCon is in the history books. Midwest Garrison has appeared at this annual convention each year since 2004. Proceeds of photos taken with the troopers go to the Children's Treasure Chest for Pediatric Oncology, a local grassroots effort, which is now actually nationwide, that provides toys to hospitals that specialize in treating children with cancer. The toys are available in the treatment centers at no charge and are intended to provide a distraction for kids going through chemotherapy. In addition to donations with photos with the troopers, all members were encouraged, and usually do, bring toys to donate. Though the economy didn't play nice this year, as the crowds at the convention were decidedly down from previous years, Midwest Garrison still was able to raise $100 to use to purchase gift cards for some of the older children serviced by the children's treasure chest. Look for a link to photos in our show notes, and thanks to Phyllis, TK1951, for that report. As we mentioned on a previous 501st cast, there were special Clone Wars screenings going on around the country on December 7th. We have reports in from New York City, Chicago, and Boston. Now for New York, clones from Empire City Garrison along with the Rebels from Echo Base and Johnny Five from the R2 Builders were on hand to drum up support for a benefit screening of three Clone Wars episodes playing in New York City. Every fan who snagged a ticket was asked to bring a toy to donate to, in our case, the John Thiessen Children's Foundation with a promise from Hasbro that they would match the number of donations. 92 toys were given, which means 184 toys will be donated on our behalf. What's more, the guy who ran the event for AMC Theaters was so excited to have been introduced to the JTCF because he's often left with t-shirts and other movie swag, and that's now going to be regularly donated. Then in Chicago, there were approximately 300 guests who attended the charity screening of those three episodes of Star Wars The Clone Wars, which were shown digitally on the big screen there. Admission to this screening was free, as with all of these events, and for this one there was a suggested donation of a new unwrapped toy to the Pediatric Oncology Treasure Chest Foundation, which we were just talking about, which supports children diagnosed with cancer. And the treasure chest was able to fill the barrel that they bought with toys to overflowing and then some. Actor Tom Kane was also there, who was the voice of Yoda. He was a special guest, and he, in turn, invited Katie, the Star Wars girl, and her parents to come as, as his guests. There were also some people who came out from California from Lucasfilm to oversee the event. We'll have some links to pictures, and uh, also I guess there's a Rebel Scum story that we'll have a link to that has some audio that goes along with it. So thanks to Kathy, TD9989, for the Chicago report. 
And on 12-8, the next night, members of the 501st and Rebel Legion joined Lucasfilm and a theater full of Star Wars fans, again for the sneak peek at the second half of Star Wars The Clone Wars Season 3. In addition to presenting all three episodes of the show on the big screen, LFL coordinated a toy drive with Boston Children's Hospital, and once again, all moviegoers were asked to bring an unopened toy as the price of admission. Thanks to Brian TK7602 for that report. So were you guys able to go and check out the pre-screening events? No, not I. New York City was the closest one for me, and that's six hours. Kind of a haul. Uh, the closest one for me was Atlanta, and that's about five hours. Uh, I was at the Boston one, and let me just say, without getting into too many spoilers, I'm really, 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 really looking forward to the second half of season three. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like they got all of the talking out of the way from September to December and it just looks like it's going to be all out action for the rest of the year. They're putting the clones and the wars back in Clone Wars. <laughs> now you're really looking forward to it and like if you hadn't seen the first part of season three would you still really really be looking forward to it or is it just if... a comparison? Oh no it's this is on the big screen, I would call these three episodes better than the Clone Wars movie that they put out to start off the, the series. Okay. So wow. this really it was engaging. It pulled me in. It got into a lot of... It got into backstory without throwing it at you and making it so... You were listening to somebody diatribe for about a half hour. It was, it was worked in really well. It introduced some great new characters, and it had some some fantastic action sequences. Awesome. So, uh, and there's like a dozen new female potential 501st characters in there too. Oh, no. <laughs> so, <laughs> good. so ladies be on the lookout for the night sisters. That's all I'm saying. Oh yes. Yeah. Actually saw a picture of those in uh, the star Wars insider I'd gotten recently. Mm -hmm. Well, the star Wars insider actually showed up that Wednesday afternoon just as I'm getting ready to leave for the theater. I go and check the mail, find the insider. I'm like, oh, cool. They've got a feature on the... <gasps> Spoilers! Had to shut it. <laughs> shut it and walk away. No. <laughs> Can't look now. Well, members of Dutch Garrison had their moment on stage with 501st honorary member Weird Al Yankovic on December 8th in Amsterdam. After performing to a sold-out Paradiso crowd of 1,500 people, Al had some downtime with the troopers afterwards for some pictures and autographs. So look for a link to video in our show notes, and thanks to John, TK5560, for that report. Over the past couple of years, the Great Lakes Garrison has developed a very nice relationship with a local hospital. They've done several scheduled visits to see the kids on the pediatric floor, but also have gotten a couple of special requests to come and see a patient. This visit was a request. Members of the Great Lakes Garrison were asked to visit a four-year-old little boy who, to quote the hospital contact, has a very bad diagnosis, but loves Star Wars. Even with the short notice and weekday afternoon time slot, Great Lakes was able to get three members mustered. The youngling was actually getting ready to go home and he had just woken up from a nap so he wasn't quite in the best frame of mind but they were able to see him and present him with a Matt Bush poster, a plush Chewy and a couple of other goodies as well as take a couple of pictures with the family. Afterwards the troopers were able to visit some other children on the floor 
to quote Chris SL7189, I know being part of the 501st and Rebel Legions gives many of us a chance to do things that just blow your mind and that most, quote, normal people just don't get to do. But these hospital troops are in a totally separate level. They are some of my favorite events I've done, but also some of the most humbling. We see the effect we have on people wherever we go. But to be able to light up the face of a child who is dealing with things that many of us can't even imagine. We even had several hospital workers tell us that our visits were the most talking, walking, moving, etc. this child has done in days. It's just something that can't be measured and that every trooper has to have been on one of these can tell you will stick with you for a long time. Thanks to Chris SL7189 for that report. Disney's Very Merry Christmas Parade is a holiday viewing tradition for thousands of families on Christmas morning. This year, it should be mandatory viewing for all members and fans of the 501st. Why this year, you ask? This will be the first year that Disney has invited the 501st to be in their nationally televised Christmas Day Parade. We're fine with the fact that we're only in the parade as eye candy and to promote next year's reopening of Star Tours and that we won't get on air credit as the 501st Legion. But the fact that Disney is demonstrating that they're pleased with working with the 501st outside of Star Wars weekends is the best Christmas present the Florida Garrison and the Legion as a whole could receive. This is also the very first time in history that Star Wars characters will appear on the grounds of the Magic Kingdom. I'm definitely looking forward to this. I know they've, they've already taped it, is my understanding. And so they won't be live when we watch them on Christmas, but it'll still be So exciting. it's almost an upcoming event. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's an upcoming event for all of us except for the Florida Garrison. <laughs> but, it's live on tape. <laughs> but with some of these things, you know, other things we've done, like when we appeared on the Today Show and, and stuff like that, we weren't able to talk about it until after it aired. So I was asking the Florida Garrison, I'm like, can we talk about this on the 501st cast? And they're like, yeah, Disney's already advertising those stormtroopers are going to be in the parade on their website. And I'm like, oh, okay then. Well, fantastic. <laughs> Great. This episode's shout-out goes to newly married trooper Ronaldo, TK5038, from Brazilian Division Garrison and his bride for their November 6th wedding. When the newlyweds exited the church, there were rows of nice white troopers outside the church doors and a Thai pilot waiting to open the door of their shiny black getaway car. Legion members were also able to take part in the reception, where the wedding cake topper featured a beautiful bride and her stormtrooper groom. So congratulations to Ronaldo and his bride. So now we're on to our trivia giveaway portion of this episode, and I know we skipped the last episode. We didn't give anything away. We didn't do any trivia questions, so we don't have a trivia question this time either, but we're still going to try to give something away. So we have a, a little 501st cast prize pack that will have a 501st cast patch and some trading cards and tattoos and other little goodies that I can scrounge up. And what you need to do to be able to win this is we want to see your pictures of yourself with some holiday decorated 501st Legion members. 
So if you've gone to one of the recent Christmas parades or Toys for Tots troops or Salvation Army bell ringing or any of the other events that we've done this month, and hopefully you can get one where the troopers like wearing the Santa hat or decorated with Christmas lights or something really festive for the season. We want your pictures to be uploaded to our group page on Facebook for the 501st cast. Upload your pictures there, and whichever photo has the most likes on Facebook by the end of the year, December 31st, is going to win our prize pack. So we'll have all these instructions in our show notes, too, in case you're, you're not quite following along with my rambling here. But, or you can rewind. Yeah, or you can rewind <laughs> and listen to me ramble all over again. So basically, get your pictures with your closest 501st Christmas decorated trooper. Post them on our Facebook page, and we'll see who wins, who, who the uh, our Facebook fans think is the best picture. And regardless of if you've won a prize before, you can go ahead and submit photos. You can even submit more than one photo, I guess, as long as it's a different 501st person. We don't need, like, ten pictures of you and the same Stormtrooper. That would be too much. Unit anniversaries and honorary member birthdays. And here are the honorary members born in December. Ken Cauley, that's Admiral Piet. On December 7th. Aaron Alston, Star Wars author. On December 8th. Katie Cook, Star Wars artist. On December 9th. Mythbusters cast member Carrie Byron. On December 18th. Mace Windu, Samuel L. Jackson. December 21st. And Tamira Morrison, Django Fett, and the Clone Troopers. On December 26th. And then here are the unit anniversaries for December. George Garrison. 10th anniversary this month. Redbacks Garrison. Their first anniversary, December 11th, originally formed as a squad in August of 2007. Garrison Titans Havoc Squad. Newly formed December 11th, 2010. Dune C. Garrison. It's their ninth anniversary, December 14th. Aurora Borealis Outpost. Fifth anniversary, December 21st. The Swiss Garrison. Their 12th anniversary, December 26th. Connecticut Garrison. Fifth anniversary, December 29th. Great Lakes Garrison. It's their third anniversary, December 29th. Originally formed as a squad in 2003. Hungarian Outpost. Fourth anniversary, December 30th. And Florida Garrison Squad 7. It's their fourth anniversary, December 30th. As always, our official home on the web is 501st.com slash podcast, where you can post your feedback and comments and enter our contests, as well as listen to previous episodes of the show. The 501st cast is an easy way to catch up on a few weeks of Legion news while driving at the office or working out. But if you're looking for up-to-the-minute news, then you'll have to get it from our social media feeds like Facebook and Twitter. Just look for us on Facebook as The 501st Legion or go to facebook.com slash The 501st Legion. You can also follow us on Twitter as at 501st Legion or go to twitter.com slash 501st Legion. Join in the discussion as thousands of fellow fans share their passion for trooping, Star Wars, and charity. Happy holidays, everybody. Happy holidays. The 501st Legion is a worldwide Star Wars costuming organization comprised of and operated by Star Wars fans. While it is not sponsored by Lucasfilm Limited, it is Lucasfilm's preferred Imperial costuming group. Star Wars, its characters, costumes, and all associated items are the intellectual property of Lucasfilm. Copyright 2010. Lucasfilm Limited, and trademark, all rights reserved, used under authorization.